from Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is your News 8 Daily 8 for Thursday, April 21st. Clouds will decrease throughout the day, making way for a beautiful afternoon with highs in the 70s. Clouds will move back in later tonight with some possible rain showers. Indianapolis Fire Department confirms a house fire sent a mother and her child to the hospital. It happened around 2.20 on LeGrand Avenue early this morning near Raymond and Keystone. IFD says a man woke up to flames on his front porch, yelled for his daughter to grab her child, and they all got out the front door. Until we really know what happened here tonight, I, you know, the, the messages get out and stay out. So they did have working smoke alarms that he said did activate. But with the fire being contained mostly to the front porch, there's a good chance they didn't activate inside the house. Um, he said that that's what he they were all asleep and he was awakened by um, a noise, which was probably the fire on the front porch. But um, just really get out and stay out. IFD says the grandfather had been smoking on the front porch last night and investigators think that that led to the fire. The Justice Department now says it will appeal the ruling that overturned the federal mask mandate on planes and other public transportation. The CDC says it believes the mandate is a lawful order and well within its legal authority to protect the public. The agency wrote in a statement that it's the agency's continuing assessment at this time. An order requiring masking in the indoor transportation corridor remains necessary for the public health. This appeal means that the Biden administration could ask the appeals court to immediately reimpose the mandate though it's not clear if the White House will do that. An emergency ruling would be another whiplash for travelers and transit workers since many airlines, airports, public transit systems, and even Uber lifted mask requirements on Monday. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the Justice Department and the CDC should be able to have a hand in these decisions. They think uh, that the current, uh, for current and future public health crises, uh, we want to preserve that that, uh, authority for the CDC to have in the future. Before a Florida federal judge overturned the mask mandate Monday, public health experts said it was possible the CDC was going to lift the mandate after May 3rd anyway. This legal battle could take weeks or even months to resolve. We are now hearing from South Bend police as they plead for information in a mother's killing. South Bend PD says that they are now investigating Alexis Morales' death as a homicide. We talked about it here on the podcast yesterday. Officers found Morales dead inside a car Tuesday night. Her five-month-old son, Messiah, was also in the car with her alive. Somebody knows. Absolutely, 100% somebody knows. Matter of fact, I would bet my life that more than one person knows what happened. And every one of these are absolutely devastating and egregious, not just to family and friends, but to an entire community and to an entire police department. If anybody has a little inkling of a conscience, they need to come forward and tell us exactly what happened. Morales and her son had been missing for a week before police issued a statewide silver alert. Officers say the baby is at the hospital with family. They hope an autopsy tomorrow, Friday, determines how Morales died. State police say they have received about 500 calls about a child found in a suitcase in southern Indiana, but so far have not figured out who this child was. Experts say such situations are more common than you might think. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children says it knows of 670 children found dead and no way to identify them. Some of the cases date back decades. The center says there are 10 to 12 new cases reported each year. It's been a tremendous you know, way to see the Indiana State Police respond and how many resources that they've already started to utilize um, and just apply to these, these efforts to identify the little boys. 
State police hope sharing a picture of the suitcase will lead to answers about the boy in southern Indiana, who he was and what happened. The suitcase has a big uh, Las Vegas sign on it. It's very easy to distinguish, and we have pictures of that at wishtv.com if you haven't taken a look yet. Investigators do say that they've already ruled out children who were already known to be missing. If you recognize the luggage, if you see the picture, you recognize it, you're asked to call police. President Joe Biden is set to detail plans to send additional military aid to help Ukraine today. A U.S. official says Biden will deliver an address this morning at the White House to discuss financial help. The official also says the Biden administration has already approved roughly $2.6 billion in military assistance. And this comes as Russian President Vladimir Putin is ordering his forces to stop storming the last remaining stronghold in Ukraine. Instead, he's asking troops to block it So not even a fly comes through. Defense ministry officials say this is a steel plant in Mariupol. That's where forces were holed up and it is securely blocked. And the rest of the city is liberated, according to uh, Russia. Putin is calling that a success. But leaving the plant under Ukrainian control means Russia can't officially declare complete victory there in Mariupol. The U.S. is putting more sanctions in place. The Treasury Department will take financial measures against 40 people and entities tied to a Russian oligarch accused of helping others avoid international sanctions. Authorities are also targeting cryptocurrency mining. The department also sanctioned a privately owned commercial bank saying it offers services to help people trying to evade international sanctions. Also, Wimbledon will not welcome players from Russia and Belarus this year because of the war in Ukraine. The decision means several top-ranking players, including reigning U.S. Open champion Daniel Medvedev, will not be allowed to compete. Organizers of the Grand Slam event say the decision could change before the first serve in June if the war ends. In other events this season, athletes from the two countries have been playing under a neutral flag. And today is your last chance to ask for an absentee ballot for the upcoming primary. The Marion County Clerk says this is just another way to vote early prior to Election Day on May 3rd. If you want to request an absentee by mail, you need to request an absentee application through the Secretary of State's voters' website. The important deadline is tonight by midnight. You must have the application completed. If you did that and you now have your ballot, don't hold on to it too long. You've got to get that turned into the Board of Elections by May 3rd at 6 p.m. If you wait too long to mail it, you can drop it off at several locations. Drop it off at our election board service center or... Bring it downtown to the city county building, or you can drop it off at one of our satellite locations um, or at uh, a vote center on election day. Eldridge says don't risk mailing it in too late just in case the election board doesn't get it by election day. She says to drop those off during business hours today to get the ballots turned in on time. Um, As far as what's different this year, in 2020, the election board sent out absentee applications to every registered voter. They did that because of the pandemic. This time around, they didn't. So they're not too sure what the absentee voting numbers will look like. An Indiana candidate for the U.S. Senate is pushing for the legalization of marijuana by lighting up uh, himself. Tom McDermott released a new campaign ad yesterday. It shows him smoking a joint. McDermott is the current mayor of Hammond. He joined other advocates to say Indiana is missing out on economic and medical benefits. There's a whole industry in these states of doctors that will literally talk to you on the phone for five minutes and give you a medical card. So it's sort of a fiction. I think it makes people feel better, but it's sort of a fiction. And I'm not into fictions. I'm like, let's just let's just make the move. State lawmakers rejected several marijuana-related bills this spring, ranging from limited medical use to outright recreational legalization. 
Governor Eric Holcomb says he supports the idea of medical marijuana if it's legal on the federal level. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. To Money Talk on a Safety Walk, as police leaders in Indianapolis strolled the streets last night, they also revealed how they'll use federal money from the American Rescue Plan. The walk was in the neighborhood surrounding 10th and Olney. IMPD chose that area to highlight the department's new gunshot detection technology and the beefed-up Peacemaker Violence Interrupter program. A local pastor says interrupters brought 38 people to church last weekend. They're welcomed back to a meeting place where they can begin to have the difficult conversations of basically how do we lay down the guns, how do we settle conflict. Indianapolis got more than $150 million from the American Rescue Plan to use in reducing violent crime. People paying student loans may get more help. The Department of Education announced new changes aimed at making it easier to have loans forgiven or pay less. The changes will let some borrowers make lower monthly payments based on family size and income. The Education Department says nearly 4 million will benefit from the change. A threat to the U.S. Capitol turned out to be a show for baseball fans. The Capitol building was briefly evacuated yesterday after police were tracking what turned out to be a single-engine U.S. military aircraft. It was for the Army's parachute team's demonstration jump into the Washington National Stadium. According to the Associated Press, the plane did not report taking off from Joint Base Andrews and did not have clearance. And today, lawmakers in Florida could vote to impose new limits on Disney, which has long run its Orlando parks without much oversight. State legislators called a special session to hear the bill, which would dismantle Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement District. The state founded Reedy Creek in 1967 to make an easier path for Disney to open there. It essentially gives Disney self-governing power. If the House approves the bill, it would go into effect in June of next year. Supporters of the bill say that still allows for some time to restructure a deal. We wouldn't have been looking at special districts if Disney had not behaved the way they did. By doing that, we looked at it and we realized there was a problem. What this is about is about Disney not recognizing that they are a guest in our state. Opponents of the bill are worried about the economic impacts. Reedy Creek has a budget of over $350 million. They have debt of almost a billion dollars. Orange County, Central Florida residents would have to absorb all of that debt. And it is something that we cannot handle. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has been working with lawmakers to dismantle all of these independent districts, saying that they allow for special privileges. 
But this special session stems from comments the park CEO made against a Florida bill that prohibits schools from talking about sexual orientation and gender identity. And each Thursday on Daybreak, we talk business headlines with Inside Indiana Business host Gary Dick. Here's what made the cut this morning. A very big conversation tops our talk with our partners at Inside Indiana Business and the Indianapolis Business Journal. Inside Indiana Business host Gary Dick is with us this morning. You got to talk with a huge leader in the community, the head of Lilly. Yeah, Dave Ricks, the CEO at Lilly. Uh, will be an interesting conversation uh, this week. He actually spoke to the Economic Club, uh, speaking to the Economic Club uh, of Indiana uh, this week. Uh, and he's talking about the fact that Lilly has uh, some, uh, is on track to launch 10 new medicines uh, in uh, the next uh, number of years. It's launched a number of those in diabetes, obesity, immunology, uh, among others. In fact, uh, Ricks talks about this being a historic decade for growth for the company. Very positive. But he also has some cautionary words, if you will, as he talks about some of the challenges facing Indiana. Education, as an example, uh, workforce, uh, and uh, a number of other uh, items that he said Indiana really needs to work on when it comes to uh, the economy. He said, hey, it's a very business-friendly state, but there are some issues facing the state that make growth sometimes maybe a challenge. Everybody back on campus downtown? They are, and that was a big story. A couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, Lily, some of the frontline manufacturing workers stayed on the job during the pandemic, making the medicines that were distributed throughout the world uh, during the pandemic. Very important job there. But about uh, two weeks ago, uh, in fact, uh, uh, Dave Ricks and the folks at Lily said, hey, everybody come back downtown. Uh, to get people in the office. And that, I think, from a psychological standpoint for downtown, trying to come back. Cummins did the same thing with their big office uh, in downtown Indianapolis. Two, two big moves. Uh, future of John Marshall, once middle school, high school, high yeah. school. Right. And, and that neighborhood, importantly, uh, there is a an opportunity hub that's being talked about there. Mike Higby called me uh, last week, uh, the former head of Metropolitan Development with the city. And he has an idea to create in the old John Marshall High School, which has been uh, essentially closed for, I think, five or six years now to create what he terms an opportunity hub, uh, maybe a Starbucks, uh, uh, social services, job training, uh, a number of things that can get people in that community. In that radius, there's about 85,000 people who live there. And there's a real feeling that, you know, Mount Comfort, uh, that corridor is a number of miles away, but not that far away. Mm -hmm. They look to uh, probably have six to 7,000 jobs created there. This might be a pipeline. People who don't have jobs get the training, get that support, and can fuel that uh, Mount Comfort area. Okay, I know you'd be talking about a lot of this on the show Sunday morning. What else can we expect? Yeah, Dave Ricks will go in-depth uh, with him uh, on the future uh, at Lilly. Uh, we'll also uh, talk about the Indiana connection to a new tool. This is a really important story to Im uh, uh, image prostate cancer. And also, Employee India is rolling out a good wages initiative. It has to do with uh, the minimum wage and then some, so we'll have those stories and a lot more. Lots to watch, and we will be watching. Gary Dick from Inside Indiana Business. Thank you. You bet. IndyCar stars will try to run test laps again today after an unexpectedly chaotic day on the track Wednesday. Defending Indy 500 winner Elio Castroneves was one of several big names to crash or spin, and his team says he will not run today. Colton Herta also hit the wall, exiting turn one as he tried to avoid the spin of former 500 champ Will Power. Earlier, yet another 500 winner, Alexander Rossi, also spun. The Speedway, the IndyCar Series, and Firestone all say that they'll work to make sure nothing unusual with the track or tires led to the wrecks. Laps are set to start again at 10 o'clock this morning, weather permitting. Former Indy 500 champ Tony Kanaan will race with a message in May. He and team owner Chip Ganassi revealed the design for the car Kanaan will drive. 
The sponsor is the American Legion, and the goal is to help end the stigma surrounding mental health of veterans and veteran suicide. You know, I made the pledge to the veterans that I'll be the first one to, be, to advocate, to be the one. You know, if you need help, come ask, voice it up. And uh, I've, I've learned that 17 veterans take their lives every day due to, uh, you know, this illness that we're fighting. So we're here for that. Hopefully we get the word out and hopefully we'll put this number one car in the victory lane. We get to kiss the bricks. Kanan's car will also carry the number one. Season champions have the option of using that number, but Alex Pillow, Kanan's teammate, is staying with his traditional number 10. Indianapolis will keep one Big Ten event and lose two others. The conference announced yesterday that it's moving the men's basketball tournament to Chicago for 2023. The women will play in Minneapolis, marking the first time it won't be in Indy since 2015. Both tournaments moved to Minneapolis in 2024. The Big Ten football championship will stay at Lucas Oil Stadium through at least 2024, where it's been hosted for the past 11 years. We're checking in on one of the Colts' most important connections on the team. Center Ryan Kelly touches the ball on every offensive play. He snapped it to six different quarterbacks in his five years. Matt Ryan will be the seventh. The two can now work on their bond during offseason workout programs that launched this week. You have no choice but to get emotionally involved with these guys. I mean, they're the people that you become friends with. You work with them. You have conversations, whether it's football, life, whatever, um, that obviously – you know, you can't just ignore that. You can't just, you know, when you leave the building every day, say this is just football, it's just a business. I mean, as much as it is, it is, I'm close with everybody on the offensive line. I'm sure as hell going to be close to the quarterback. The Colts' front office is preparing for the NFL draft. That is one week from today. Wish TV is proud once again to be your home for the Indianapolis Indians. This weekend, the team hosts the Columbus Clippers. The series starts tomorrow night, Friday at 7 o'clock. You can watch that game live on our sister station, MyIndyTV23. This has been your News 8 Daily 8. For Wish TV, I'm Kylie Conway. Online at wishtv.com and follow us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. This is the News 8 Daily 8 podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update on demand. For even more on demand and on the go, connect with Wish TV on Facebook at wishtv.com and on the free Wish TV mobile app. Thank you for listening, and be sure to like, subscribe, and follow this podcast for updates every weekday morning on the All Indiana Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcast.